Last time on Caging Greatness. Every time I look around. 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 It's full so of shit. <laughs> Dick. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I like. That's like all I've like. Uh set for that song like it's about waking up and there's a cock in your face <laughs> that, that that's not accurate every time i look around there's a dick right in my face <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the studio told them they couldn't do it so they were harsh and their mellow and stifling their creative freedom it's, no, like, it's like how the original lyrics to tutti frutti by little richard were way more vulgar and they had to tone them down yep same deal oh my god this is convenience <laughs> store in greenwood and and I can hear my echo somewhere. It's freaking yeah, that's me out. That's the uh, these headphones that we use to monitor. Oh, okay. They're they're always doing that. I just usually don't have them on this table. I have them like over here in the handle of the other table, so you can't hear them quite as much. Yeah, yeah. Cause, cause yeah that, that, works. That, that was fucking me up during that last episode we recorded when I was at the sound booth. I was like, "Fuck, shit! I can hear but myself." There, there was this gas station in Greenwood called the. I think it was called like the Come and Go. But it was like, Lol. it was like K U M. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, worse. No. <laughs> that, that, that is a lot worse. Like it was because <laughs> knowing like Mississippi, that probably means white hoods. I mean, it was a store. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It, God, like that's the wow. Mortal Combat version of it. Yeah, or, or that that it, probably that. I mean, be it a was lot there better. for the longest time, and then just like that's a Billy Joel song. No one, no one thought of anything, and then like I, I just saw the article one day. I was like, oh, that's old news, everybody. No one from Greenwood, Mississippi talks like that. Not nah. like this, bud. No. Nah, 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 they they probably talk like this. Man, they probably talk like me because like, I lived like 30 minutes from Greenwood. Greenwood, Mississippi was pretty much my home away from home. You know, it's where my grandparents live. You lived. really don't have that bad of an accent, honestly. I try to hide it as best as possible. You do really well. When I hear it, thank you. But that, that's still like it comes out. A lot on this show, oh, and yeah. when it does, I'm like, gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like at at this point, I've just stopped giving a fuck. Especially like if I'm around my parents too much. Oh man, that that Alabama drawl starts yeah. coming out. Yeah, I was about to say, whenever I go home, like the twang really comes out. Apparently, when I get um like uh, mad, more specifically like uh, road rage, traffic mad, like the real like Mississippi comes out oh, in yeah, my that's, voice. That's when the word shit becomes seven syllables. <laughs> yeah. Shit! Yeah. <laughs> like I, uh, I mean, I grew up in a church where hell was too. Hey y'all! Hey y'all! Hey y'all! Yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all uh, it's 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 three, four yeah. if you can really stretch it. I ever tell y'all about hey, the time y'all. I got in trouble in church for saying pussy? That's incredible, and no, you haven't. Uh, well, okay, we need to hear this. Yes, okay. like, fuck Raising Arizona. I want to hear this story. <laughs> By the way, we are going to talk about Raising Arizona. Eventually, we'll do point. the intro and shit yeah, eventually, yeah, yeah, but we got... But, oh, God, was that a chair? That was the chair. Oh, oh no. no. What do we do? <laughs> I don't oh, Someone move. get another chair, quick. Uh, that was going to be less stable. I'm going to very carefully... Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage. This is my snakeskin jacket, and for me, it's a symbol of my individuality and belief in personal freedom. 
Oh god, not the bees. Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey. What do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna save the fucking day. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. How absurd. How, in the name of Zeus's butthole, did you get out of your cell? How absurd. What's in the bag? A shark or something? How absurd. Well, I think you better pull the trigger, because I don't give a fuck. How absurd. I never disrobe before gunplay. How absurd. Deep deep. So... What just happened? Yeah, beep beep. Well, was, man. Uh... <sighs> So we about had heart. My heart finally slowed the fuck down. <laughs> I can only imagine how Justin feels right now, but um, some shit just went down. So and it got a little weird. As I was sitting in a folding chair, the folding chair failed, as folding chairs are apparently wont to do. Yes. Uh, and so I tucked my legs underneath me in a in a squatting position, and then. Just to steady myself, I reached for the wall, and without putting really any weight at all, like just a gentle touch on top of the the, the plug box, uh, apparently I was more staticky than I realized, because what I, what I think happened is I touched the box, you see, and then sparks, and half of my hand lost feeling, and the breaker tripped, and yeah, that's that's where we are. Everything's fine. Like Pat saw sparks, and I thought Goldberg was. Here. I I felt like, the I sparks. <laughs> I I didn't see them. Uh, I didn't either. I got two computer screens in yeah. front of me right now. But, but we're fine. Oof. Like I I was <laughs> my ugh, God damn. As I was telling the fellas, that's not my first time being electrocuted by a plug. Uh, shout out to Coach Hunter for not turning off the power when he asked me to swap out the plug box in his house. What up, Coach Dipshit? So, there's that. He doesn't listen to the show, does he? No, but his daughter does, and she knows this story. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Coach Dipshit's daughter. (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, in his defense, every time I've helped him with a project, I get hurt. That's, that's, well, that, that, you know what I do? Stop working with him. I did. I won't help him move anything. How many anymore. times did you help him do shit? Oh, well, considering he's been my father figure for like 20 years. I mean, there were a lot. Fair. The last time was when he was moving a gun safe and wanted to use a backhoe to get it up onto a trailer uh, while it was still strapped to a dolly. And it came out of the, the backhoe and onto the trailer where it broke a rib of mine. Oh yeah, <clears throat> that would definitely be the uh, so now final I, straw there. I don't help him do things, and I, I remind him of all those things. But to, it, at the same time, he's gotten hurt several times from doing this stuff too. The first time he moved that gun safe, he still has a chunk of the webbing between his thumb and his index finger that's kind of missing. 
yeah. from the strap, the the, you know, the ratchet strap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was rusty and old because he didn't want to replace it. You want to know, interesting, uh, I don't know if the statistics are true on this, but apparently one out of every uh, four people know how to work a ratchet strap because you are the only one. You remember that hard time when we were all trying to figure that shit out getting the goddamn couch here? <laughs> and, and the thing is, is my dad has shown me how to do that multiple times. I know that's a terrible and my dumbass, <laughs> my stupid bitch hoe ass... <laughs> Cannot figure it out again. None of us I guess because I just do it so infrequently that I'm just like, oh, wait, the strap goes in. F- fuck me. And, and it doesn't help that half the time that I have an encounter with a ratchet strap, one is that some dumb bitch like undoes the whole thing. Like, I'm just going to take this strap and just take it up, disassemble it after each use. Or two, <laughs> the bitch is just tangled beyond all recall. Yeah. It's like, you might yeah. as well throw this shit away. Yeah, let's that, go buy a new one. <laughs> that has happened to me a couple times. Oh man, that was the one of the worst days of my life. That, that was pretty rough. I guess we can talk about that later. But have we even said this is Cajun greatness? No. Uh, well, <laughs> well, what happened was you were about to tell a story of something that I've completely forgotten uh, before I almost died. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, Someone was talking about Gorilla Grip Pussy and sort of... I'd still... I hate that phrase. I yeah, John was talking about Gorilla Grip Pussy and how, he, how they thought that was like a just a common parlance of today. I guess I'm just hip with the kids. You need to make get a shirt in the same vein of um, uh, Nick Gage with his murder kill gang, but it just says like GGP. <laughs> no, make it like a DDP parody shirt and it's GGP. <laughs> Justin, get the fuck yeah, right, right, right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Uh, I already got my phone up. Oh, my the God. Gorilla the grip thing is, is, like, one thing I will agree, agree with George Carlin on is in simple, direct language. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry. Gorilla grip bussy. Bussy. Bussy, pussy, whatever. Now, your see, pers- gorilla your grip genital bus- persuasion. Look, gorilla grip bussy would be my shirt. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I said, whatever genitalia you prefer, whatever. How you doing, Justin? This is what I almost died for. <laughs> well, I mean, it's well, simple and fucking direct. Well, That's you know what? what? <laughs> we have to make it a good show. Yeah, no, I I should say it's one of our more entertaining ones already, and yeah, we're like ten minutes in. Well, look at it this way: if uh, if any one of us perish on the podcast, we would have you know the. Um, <laughs> Uh, insert lad uh, memorial podcast service where we yeah. just podcast for 24 hours. That means like every episode would have to be a straight shooting. Yeah, no, for real though, if I die before you guys, you better record an episode to play at my funeral. Like, <laughs> just like, us, just. <laughs> in fact, I want a, I want a live. Oh, none of you sons of bitches would be crying. Fuck you. Like, like we, like we, <laughs> we go live. <laughs> Twitch. Oh my god! And then instead of instead of like <laughs> people just coming up to the to the to the pole to uh to save their bit, they just come up to the mic, <laughs> yep. and so then, then we release then we release it. It's yep. like <laughs> 10 a.m. Thursday. Check out the Captain Jimmy Memorial Service. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I mean this Sunday on I Disney mean, oh XD. <laughs> Oh, man, and I hate funerals, so I might just have to tune into the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to do a live recording of a podcast from the stage behind my coffin. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Like, I've always thought about, like, it's the thing that you see in movies and TV all the time, you know, the, the video wheel. 
like I, I just want to like record myself and just like give it to a lawyer one day and just be like, hey, when I'm dead, I want this played at my fucking funeral. <laughs> or like, well, and it's just like, hey guys, LA Beast here. Hey Pat. <laughs> 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 did, did I wipe a single tear from my eyes? Like, I missed this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. I, just, I apologize in advance for using that bit so many times in the last episode. However, it was good shit. It was good shit. Now, I listened back to the uh, One Hit Wonder episode, uh, and I laughed every time they made the puke sound. Yeah, no, that's what you mean, like. <laughs> and see, like I, I want to do it to make you laugh. I already told you how to do but it. But if I do it, I will throw up. No, yeah, you, you have a very weak off. I commit to the bit. Yeah. What bit? There's the, the uh, bit. <laughs> I wasn't even trying. That's, that's hardly fair. <laughs> I wasn't even trying. I, I mean, honestly, you could just do it like that. Just be like, spat. Oh, like, okay, here's the thing. Okay, from from the rest of the show. Okay, everyone has three. <laughs> All right. <that's, laughs> Just or so I, fi- I figure it like we each have one to limit our ass. Well, because you know we're going to be like, okay, <laughs> all right, we all get t- we get two. Okay, we'll meet in the middle. Okay, just so, just so we don't you know run into the ground. Oh, uh, we're going to run into the ground. I mean, it's it already, already has been. been. Yeah, like I did that by myself last episode. But you know what? Bits. I mean, that's what it's that's already, what the world's about. It's already better numbers for that episode than the hot rod episode. Yeah, no, I know I'm, I keep asking this. How have we been doing? You know, we're not bad. We're averaging about 30 views or listens per episode. Hell yeah. Shit, the yeah. Uh, Willie's Wonderland is almost at 100 plays. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're yeah. real close. So if you're listening and you're a fan of ours or uh, you're one of our favorite friends, like one friend of, of the us. show, Joe, who I got to meet, who's yeah. a super nice guy, uh, or cool, Postman dude. Frank, because uh, I know you're not fucking doing anything besides delivering people's shit. Like you got time. Uh, or, oh, you're talking shit about me over here again? Or uh, UPS buddy, Justin. I don't know Justin's voice. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, just you know, throw that Willie's Wonderland episode back on. You know, revisit it. Get us over 100 listens on that. Uh, we'll, we'll put out a, um, a message to our fans in Columbus, Ohio. You know, speak- Because y'all have been so good to us. Oh, Thank for you. real. See, I, we, ha- we don't have any listeners in Columbus, Ohio that I know of. Like you H guys, I mean, ugh, getting I the mean, fucking listening to like the theme song of the Drew Carey show while you looking at those numbers. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. Speaking of friend of the show, Joe, um, he's getting a little antsy in his pantsy about. Uh, I, I I let him take. Uh, I gave him a little peek behind the curtain. Mm. I, I gave him a little a little wink at one little thing that we might do, mm. and uh, he he is all for it, and he can't <laughs> wait for it. That's fair. Uh, I believe it's a spot on the wheel. He is ready, Freddy, for the impressions episode. I think that'll oh. be a good time. I think it's going to be fun. I um, do believe that's going to be a fun I time. I mean, I, I, we, we might do a thing that we have never done for an uncaged and just cheat. Oh, because we totally because we've done never that. once never. cheated. Never once. We, every time we every time we have spun that wheel. The first try, we've done the thing that it's landed on. Absolutely. Time. Never once have we uh, gone back on what we say we do. Oh, wow. 
That was a good one. What was the rating on? Oh, that? that's an eight five at least. Ooh, I, solid. I go. I'm I'm the snotty critic in this situation. D- Simon Cowell, it's going to be. It's Jonathan, going to be. Don't eight. you? Oh, oh, I mean, I'll still piece, take it. Uh, I'll take it. Pat. Tonight. No, okay. It's fair. Well, speaking of reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, we do the movies and shit. Welcome, everyone, to Cajun Greatness. Because, you know, every time we talk about one of these movies, there's going to be a super fan of this movie, like a motherfucker who watches it like 15 times a day. Yep. It's just going to be like, <laughs> I want to hear these people I don't know talk about this fucking movie yeah. I love. No, there's some and, guys Google and, searching reviews of this movie. Yeah. I mean, I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, and it's just like, tell us what you think of the movie. I mean, we did record last week. How long has it been since we've actually talked about a Nick Cage film? Uh, uh, probably about a month and a half. No. It was a while. It seems too long. It was Drive Angry. Yeah, Drive Angry. Drive Angry was at least, what, three weeks ago? Well, last week was nothing. The week yeah. before, we double recorded. And then the week before that would have been Drive Angry, I think. Yeah. yeah, Drive Angry came out May sixth. It's been a month. Yeah, it's been a month. Jesus Christ! So it's been it's been it's been a bit. Okay, because uh, there was a tumulting development in there too. Yes, Broken That's Arrow. Right. That was it. Yeah, Bro- uh, Empty Quiver. Uh, yeah. uh, gangbusters. <laughs> the numbers are going yeah. through the roof. It's the greatest episode <laughs> that has ever happened. <laughs> I think Canada had a stroke in it. I did. Are we sure? Damn it! Does that that doesn't count? I wasn't. Damn it! I used that one of them. That does count. Oh, are, are we sure he didn't get electrocuted too? Damn it! You know what? <laughs> Fuck it, Pat. <laughs> I did love. I'm at, done. I'm out. I did love. After a certain point, they were just screaming at me. Yeah. <laughs> now I did like later on. Like mine got louder, and it was literally just like just just guttural sex noises. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm sure... I like, wouldn't have picked that description. Nope. Bye. Nope. Don't like, like that either. <laughs> it's like, I feel like you, you're gonna like... You're gonna go make your throat raw. Hey, Justin. Uh, 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 Gorilla Grip. See, I think of glue when you say just those two things. That's Gorilla funny. Grip pussy then. Fuck you. Where do you think they get the glue, jackass? All right. All right. <laughs> All right. You you want to play this game? Oh, no. You want to play, you wanna play I know, this game? I, uh-oh. Let's hear what it. Do you, uh, what do you think of the movie Chicken Little there, Jonathan? <laughs> See, you're you're not going to bait me We we Because I enjoyed it. Everyone knows I fucking hate Chicken Little. That's they, part of the that Jonathan that, lore. That was it, news to me up until Yeah, what, I had never ago? heard it before two weeks a week ago. ago. Yeah. I, I, what, what's your issue with it? It's just a fun little story. About uh, a cute chicken trying to save his pals. Okay, first off, that chicken is not cute. That <laughs> chicken's ugly as fuck. <laughs> like, I mean, when that fucking chicken plopped out, I like, God should have aborted that bitch. <laughs> Just been like, yeet it off the face of the fucking earth. Because fuck this little twat. And he's like, the sky's falling, but there's really aliens. Because why? I mean, as as I showed you earlier, we unf- we had to take a trip uh, to get groceries today, and we bought some uh, some box chicken and one, and we have the carcass of Chicken Little in our freezer right now. Yeah, that so was... you should be very excited. I mean, I'm excited, but I am also very empty on the inside because you know revenge and hate is non life affirming. All right, just just for context, so people don't think I like murdered like a fucking baby chicken or something. Again. There's this there's this brand of box chicken that we get at the grocery store that they come like the breasts come prepackaged. This one is like a fucking it's barely a chicken nugget. 
like it it's so very, tiny. See, the thing is, is Cannon's lying because what he does is he has. <laughs> I'm this, lying. He has this fucking saw-like box oh, that no, has like spikes no, and shit. No. It just puts chickens. No, <laughs> you just reminded me of that video I watched, and now I want to die. Okay, which video? Wait, I told you about this. I thought you were using this to trigger me. Wait. You might want to notice me again. Shit, actually, I'm leaving. <laughs> actually, no, I wasn't. But. Okay, here's the thing. I, there's somebody, um, okay, if I haven't told you this story, uh, sorry, before we, you know, get into, what movie are we, are we talking about again? The one we watched about 45 minutes ago. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not asking for me. I'm asking for the listener. Just in case. We're watch, uh, we're, we're talking about Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. Okay, so one day on Damn Facebook. Damn it, I watched a serious one. Man. One day, <laughs> one, one day on Facebook. <laughs> Wait, you watched what? <laughs> the first time ever I missed the fucking bit and everyone else heard it. We got a deaf guy on the show and I missed the bit. I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> Wait. The timing. It was just it was the timing and the delivery. Like you could have said any other movie. This <laughs> is like we're watching Raising Arizona. Damn it! I watched a serious man. It's just it's the delivery. I mean, it is another. It's one of the more low key Coen Brothers movies. Is Michael Stuttbar, or however oh, the fuck God. you say his name. You say a serious man? Yeah, yeah a serious man. Oh okay. And, like, and the, the theme movie song, itself wasn't the funny thing to to me. At least it was the no, timing. it was the timing, yeah, and the delivery, just the tone, just like damn it, I watched a serious, but like just so super serious, like he fucking stubbed his toe or something. I thought uh, they said that uh, I watched a, a Serbian film. Oh no, Ugh. honey, which no. I have not seen. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, 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 the the other boys on the AYCH crew have because though. of fucking course they have. What the? Sh- I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, but don't worry, they didn't like it. It just like I'm oh. not saying they liked it. It's just I, I, I don't stop. know if like sometimes the world just needs to stop for a second. Okay. Honestly, I think in this case, the like versus dislike dichotomy just breaks apart. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because that's ratio to fuck. Anyway, one day on Facebook, <laughs> um, this was before like they were just like mowing down motherfuckers for posting just nasty shit. You know, because I totally saw somebody get their head blown off on a, in a Facebook video one time, and that... I'm still Does not only have okay. like a have like a, a, a link to lively probably it, it, yeah. yeah but anyway I mean was, I've seen some fucked up shit on Facebook yeah, too yeah where I'm like well bye and traumatized there is what appears to be a little bucket of little chicks little chickadees you know just beep 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 beep, beep chirping around beep 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 and then all of a sudden you hear a click and it's like it's a grinder all of them are gone just like that turn into pink mush and I'm just like oh god I'm a grown ass man when I see this right and I'm still just like oh no what the f- why I, pro- I, th- I, mean, I probably cried you have uh, never told me that story really yeah no I, I could have swore I've told uh, yeah, yeah, that's a not, not either, that one in particular well yeah. that's the story now of we're how- all dramatized by proxy that's how McNuggets are made apparently I don't uh, know welcome everyone to Caging Greatness <laughs> if you're still here welcome everyone to Caging sh- Trauma 
the and show. Now, and now let's go around the room and say which live leak video <laughs> fucked them up the most. I'll go first. No, cartel beheadings. Oh I'm just gonna pull up the video of Afro Man punching a woman again. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, there's a throwback for you. God. Y'all, y'all remember that time fucking Afro Man just yeeted the fuck out of this woman? Oh, that was sad. That's domestic. I'm so abuse. sorry, Justin. The show where we discuss Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah. Are you sure? And how Tom Jefferson Only was a piece of, of shit. Of Only Thomas Jefferson is an insufferable fucking fucking, fucking Thomas Jefferson. God, when and when we the get fucking electrocuted. And, and you yeah. know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I didn't do my bit tonight. I, you know, tonight's been a weird night. Yeah, yeah. I don't you have know. shit for a bit, so you know what? I'm okay um, with that. Yeah, I though. got, I got nothing aside from a jolt. It's like us. We we have returned where the lads ha- are are have returned from a trip from the uh, Funko Pop factory. And, and, and I got nothing. Yeah. I just saw pops in front of my face, and I just went. <laughs> See, we've been going for about twenty minutes. Yeah, and we've only talked about twenty five. Cohen Brothers, point one percent. Yeah. So you know, Nick Cage is like point one percent of that point. 1%. I haven't even done my review yet. It actually, no one knows how I feel. It actually works though, because the thing that I noticed most about raising Arizona, and I brought it up to you earlier before I almost died, which I will be milking for the rest of this episode. No, yeah, you will. I just <laughs> shit. <Pat>. So <laughs> I broke my own rule. Fuck it. I don't care. Uh, now you're in a rerun. Rules were made to be broken, bruh! <laughs> now, Justin knows how I felt on the Taco Bell taste test. Oh, no, I'm not stressed. I'm just tired. I mean, yes. Uh, Justin's like, oh, it's God. almost midnight. We need to hurry the fuck up with this goddamn episode. It's like 11.15. Yikes. On a on a Monday, on a Monday night, <laughs> yeah. So going up on a Monday. <laughs> I mean, at least you didn't get a text saying that. Oh yeah, by the way, both both uh, both of the managers aren't going to be there in the morning, so you're responsible for the prep list. So I got to be there earlier than anticipated. Yeah, that sucks. It's okay. It's life now. We're accustomed to the struggle. Yeah. yeah. So the dreamlike quality of this movie, which was very, uh, <clears throat> very reminiscent of other late 80s, early 90s films that I enjoy, particularly like Joe versus the Volcano, <clears throat> where the, the whole movie feels like it's sort of somebody's fever dream, which works out because so far these 30 minutes have felt like a fever dream yeah, uh, yeah. Of, of the episode, I think. So, uh, but, but overall, let's, let's go around real quick. We'll give our reviews and our ratings, and then just go back to whatever random bullshit pops into our head, I guess. Because, <laughs> you know, that's just what we do here. Jonathan? I liked it pretty great. It was pretty fun. I gave it a three and a half. It's definitely, for me, on the lower end of Cohen Brothers. That may be a hot take. But, I mean, there's so many, like, Coen Brothers movies I like before. Honestly, I don't think they've made a bad movie. Yeah. At least of the ones I've seen. Granted, I've not seen The Lady Killers or Hudsucker Proxy. I like both Killers? of those. Yeah, that was them. Yeah. Every time I think of Lady Killers, I just think of the Righteous Gemstones, which I've yet to see either of those. Or O.J. Simpson. I always think of O.J., yes. Yeah. 
because he's a he's a goddamn murderer. <laughs> he murdered you, people. <laughs> Talk about milking. <laughs> you see, the thing was, like, I said it, and he was about to say it. You don't you know that. I d- you said it, like, immediately after I did. You don't know I, what's I going on know. in my brain. I thought it. Well, Cannon is stand. known to preempt Jimmy bits. We have that established. <laughs> yeah, that does happen. <laughs> so, Pat, yes, what what did you think of the movie? Well, I was uh, quite fond of the film. I it felt like a almost like this. To say it was a cartoon would be like too strong, but it's definitely it has like this more magical side of magical realism it was just very left of center very stylized very stylized and just like it, i just really uh i really appreciated this film very funny just like a great engaging story and despite all the the, the zany there's still th- there i still felt like there's a real heart to it but i gave it 4.5 out of 5 really i was i really enjoyed myself <laughs> nice can can the man <clears throat> Uh, this was my first time seeing this film. Yeah. Um, didn't know up until like maybe a few years ago that it was a Coen Brothers film. And this is indeed one of their first. It's their second. <clears throat> okay, so they were still very new in their career when they made this. Well, fresh into their careers. Um, I must say, I had a fucking ball with this movie. I love this movie way more than I thought I would and I cannot believe I've waited this long to see it and strangely enough I too get four and a half out of five wow well, cool. I guess I'm the negative Nancy shit because yeah, even I was always like wow this is a, yeah. that's kind of lo- I was like I'm shocked <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with your score I was just like damn I saw this movie when I was much younger <clears throat> it was about 12 or 13 or so first time I saw it and that was the last time I saw it. I remember liking it. I just never got back around to it. And watching it tonight, I, I remembered what I liked about it then and why so much, and this is going to be a real hot take, why so much of the Cohen's filmography since then has disappointed me. Because <clears throat> I, I love this movie. You, you were you were trading on thin ice, mister. I love this movie. I gave it four and a half stars. Oh. But let me, let me tell you why... Uh, the Coens disappoint me. I, I'm not saying they're bad filmmakers. I'm not saying they're bad movies. Oh, no. This is going to end badly. I'm saying that, that this movie in particular is so feel-good compared to most of their stuff. Yeah, but uh, that's the point. And it, I... I suppose you're supposed mm. to stare into the absurdity of the universe it, and it, feel insignificant. No, see, I don't ever feel insignificant. Like, when I'm watching, like, you know, fucking Fargo... I don't feel insignificant. I feel depressed. I feel sad. But I don't know. I feel I'm upset. Fe- I feel like fucking like Norman Mar- Margie uh, when, you know, the final shot of them in the bed I, together. I just, I just want to say I haven't seen Fargo Oh, oh I'm sorry. I know, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, that's, that's not really a spoiler. I mean, okay, no. I'm just saying. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, but no, like, like I just most of their movies just depress me. And so following this, that to me is a disappointment. Not yeah, that they're bad, I mean, not that, that I don't like them. They're good movies. I like their movies. Yeah. Yeah. I just prefer to be happy, I guess. I mean, it, it's a, when you, definitely when you compare it to like later Cohen films, I mean, not, not to say all of them are like dark and like morbid. It's just, 
it really is interesting to see like the polar spectrum of this. But but they're also the same people that made the Bal- uh, the Ballad of Buster Scuggs, which is like I love that one. But it's it's a little of everything from their stuff too, because mm-hmm. like <clears throat> that first bit. The, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, that one's cartoony and ridiculous and over the top. And then later on, you've got Liam Neeson doing some horrible shit. Oh, yeah. And then that final one is the probably my favorite piece of filmmaking, uh, the, the Mortal Remains. Like, that last bit is one of my favorite things in cinema. I don't know what Wait, this is movie that, is. It's on Netflix. It's very good. Is that the... The, the Carriage Ride. Is this one of their newer ones? Uh, yeah, it's wait, on Netflix. It wasn't the Tom Waits one, was it? No, no, that's the the Gold Digger one. Yeah, I'm talking about the very last one. It's just the people in the carriage on their way to a town. Brendan Gleeson's in there. I you I don't read. even know if I've seen this movie. You need to watch it. It's very good. But like, like this one is one of the like <laughs> Raising Arizona is one of the few that I'll actually happily rewatch. I never want to see Fargo again. Because it was upsetting. I, I love Fargo. And I'm I'm happy for you. I do want to see that and the show. Uh, like, I love the music of Inside Lewin Davis. That, that movie is really depressing. Depre- I will give you that. That movie's depressing as shit. Um, and and I, that is definitely one I don't go back to very often. Yeah, because, like, really, can you think, like, can you find a movie where the character is, like, engaging, but also, like, in desperately frustrating yeah, yeah he's outsourcing that movie it's a apparently i am behind on my cohen brother movies. and i do love oh brother where art thou it's, okay yeah if you but but to, to wow, me I like forgot they did that one too yeah it's i'm sorry good. that that's like top 10 soundtracks of all time oh i love that movie oh and yeah it's great. It's, oh, it, great. It, it's one of my favorites but like i i don't ever want to watch no country for old men again i loved it I mean, and i never want to see, see that, it you don't want to see javier Bardem's bone stick out of his arm i'd rather not but it's just it's just tense and unpleasant. I and love that movie. I and you know I haven't seen it in a very long time, and I need to watch it again. But that ending pissed me off. That I mean, just made me fucking mad. I know that's the point. I know that's the point. I'm yeah. just saying it did its point, and it's a great, it's a fantastic it did film. Its job. It did its job. It's, but I, I I, there are just it. some movies that do that job too well. Looking at you, uncut gems. You you're so yep. good at what you did. I fucking hated you. Yep. Also, I don't like Big Lebowski that much. God damn it. I knew it was coming. I fucking knew it was see, coming. See, the thing is, is because, oh. like, when you say, like, I, I, you know, you don't want to watch, like, uh, No Country for Old Men, I get, or uh, Inside Louis Davis. Those movies are really fucking depressing. Yeah. Especially No Country for Old Men. God, yeah. Yeah. But, but the Big Lebowski's so good. I could watch the Big Lebowski until I'm dead. I, I, just, I, that, I, just, that, didn't, I just didn't like it. It's, it's a movie that, like, I remember. It, it's one of those movies that gets better every time I watch it because I watched it the first time. I was like, that was pretty good, and then it's like easily top five favorite movies of all time. It's just so quotable. You're out of your fucking I, element, like, Donnie. I, like, it's really good. I, I will. I, it's really good. Like, it's well made. It's quotable. The very memorable characters. I adore John Turturro in everything. It, I just, even I, though he's a pederast. What? John Turturro? No, no, in, 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 the, in, the, in the film, oh, yeah. not yeah. in real no, life. No, oh, no, you don't yeah, touch the Jesus. Yeah, that guy's yeah, a pederast. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I love John Turturro as an actor. Oh yeah, uh, but I just granted not the best uh, Coen Brothers Turturro performance. That would be in the underrated 1991 film Barton Fink, which we watched earlier this year, which is 
it's a great movie, but wow, it's something else. Excuse me, Abaddon, Abaddon, could you please pull up how many films the Coen brothers have made? It's about like 24. Abaddon? 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 Because I'm like, y'all, Martin Fink, uh, y'all y'all started that, you know, ages ago, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, the bits that I saw, I wanted to keep watching, of course, I had to. Go, oh shit. True Grit, obviously the remake. True Grit. That was a fantastic movie. I love that movie. I did love True Grit. Yeah, like that. that, uh, Haley Steinfeld. Oh my God. So many of these I want to watch. And she's going to be in the Hawkeye TV show coming up. Yep. Burn After Reading. I've always watched it. She's playing Kate Bishop. Oh, hell yeah. Burn After Reading. Yeah, yeah. I I think she should have got something for her portrayal of that movie. She should have. What's funny is I can always tell the, the younger clientele at the shop. When because several of them talked about Hawkeye, like, oh yeah, did you hear that they've got uh, they've got that Haley Steinfeld girl playing Hawkeye? I don't know why they got a musician and not an actor. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I've heard that three separate times. Like, I mean, wait, does to, Haley Steinfeld have a hit on pop radio? I don't know. No, Jeremy Renner, like he also. Has a band, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, heaven ain't got, got no, no name. name. That is so fucking stupid. Is that the name of the band? No, that's, no, that's the, name, the, the name, name, name of the album. Heaven oh. ain't got no Thank name. Thank God. Because oh, if also, you told me that, that was the name of the band, I was gonna have to fucking he, find Hawkeye. He also well, had well, well a, Ken and I hate to break it to you, but our band is called Heaven Ain't Got No Name. Yeah, uh, Jeremy also <laughs> has. It's already in writing. It's not. You know what? I'll do it for the bit. I don't care. Fuck it. <laughs> Jeremy also had a uh, social media app where uh, people just got on there to talk about him and share pictures and uh, their favorite things about Jeremy Renner, but uh, it got shut down for uh, too much bad blood. So it was a social media platform that was just 100% Renner all the time? It's basically like Instagram where everybody posted just pictures of Jeremy Renner. That was a real thing. Who's that for? Uh, Fans of Jeremy Renner. (laughs) But like... like, (laughs) Yeah, where are these supposed fans? I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to fucking shit on Jeremy Renner or anything. But, I mean, that's obviously a very niche group. And sure, he probably has a lots and lots of fans. But why are you trying to be MySpace, dog? <laughs> for, for you, for your own fate. Literally, MySpace. My face. Like, that's like, what he was going for. Like, I love Ryan Gosling to death, but I would not get on a social media just dedicated to Ryan Gosling. And I don't almost, know. I probably would. There's also a uh, a multi-part, like, tongue-in-cheek um podcast series that explores the rise and fall of this Jeremy Ritter centric social media that's done in the style of a true crime podcast that sounds amazing I'm so confused <coughs> we haven't even started talking about the movie yet. I mean we, 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 we kind of did well we yeah no no, no, no. It's, I'm not bitching I just think it's hilarious <laughs> What? Uh, I mean, it would have been a four and a half star average if somebody, you know, pumped up those rookie balls. numbers. Hey, I mean, hey, wait, wait. Have sorry, you already, did you already put it in letterbox though? Yeah, yeah okay. he did. Well, but he, here's the thing we though. That's the beauty of it. We've already established that by the end of the episodes, scores can change. Yeah, and I'm willing to hear y'all out. 
I honestly, I will All say, right. I am and, and, here to win you the fuck over. God damn it! Let's go. <laughs> oh, let me back I'll, up. You know what? We haven't even started talking about. You know the uh, we've mentioned the movie. We haven't started talking about the actual movie. This is Biro Numero Foro. Good God! Yeah. <laughs> God, he he drinks. I'm thirsty, mother. You, he could drink like a no, fish. You had three next to you thirty minutes ago. And this is number four. Good There's grief. three empties here, and I have a full DP zero sugar. Fair the enough. The Renner Files. Is this a podcast? Yes. But, uh, is this him? Yeah. No, it's not about. It's, he does. He's not on it. It's just these two girls. Oh, uh, the the crime. Carolyn uh, Goldfarb and Sarah Ramos. They narrate this multi part uh, series. I believe this is the episode that we need to submit to Magic City Con next year for us to be like head of the <laughs> podcast uh, panel. That I'd settle for like, just being part of the podcast panel. <laughs> I mean, I, I was there for like, I know like first Magic City Con, I was there for the podcast panel. It was, um, it was like a, a couple of, I don't remember the names, I'm sorry. But um, it was a couple of ladies there. Apparently their shtick was they tried weird foods and they brought some very salty licorice and they're like, hey, who wants to try the saltiest licorice in the world? And, you know, for the bit, I did it. And I hate black licorice. And that shit was the worst. That sounds terrible. Yeah, my tongue literally, like, um, just shrank. Yeah, we got to be more entertaining than that. Yeah. We find us funny. Yeah. I mean, everybody thinks they're funny. And besides, we have our end now. Look, one of our uh, mem- our host almost died. Yeah. So <laughs> we're starting an Indiegogo and a GoFundMe <laughs> to raise money. Indiegogo but- fund me, bitches. <laughs> Let's go. Kickstarter. We're gonna we're gonna turn Justin into Bionicle we're, we're Man. Gonna fucking OnlyFans, and it's just gonna be our belly gonna, buttons. Uh, since, since he's lost all feeling in his arm, we're just gonna cut it off and turn it into a Bionicle arm. No, that's not accurate. None of that's <laughs> correct. See, see, our new bit, Justin. Is, do you want a Bionicle arm or not? No, no, I don't. See, it sounds like you want a Bionicle. No, that's the opposite of that's because bi- that's because he obviously wants wheel feet. It's it's the superior answer. No, I don't like any of these things. Dude, hey, Justin, no gas feet prices or sword arm. Gas, wheel feet or wheel sword feet arms? We or need to know. Fucking sword arm. Uh, no, I don't. I no. I would like normal feet no. and normal no. arm. Gun to your head. Gun to your head. Would you you have, have to have one. Sword f- arm or wheel feet. You can't back out of it. Okay, well, I'm going to need to Okay, no, know. we can't put a gun to his head. There needs, there needs to be no pressure in this. I you, need how to you know feel in your heart. the exact parameters of these wheel feet. There are wheels on your feet. I can tell is you it, how I feel about them and why it, no, I no, chose no. wheel feet. Like, is it, is it like those shoes that have, like, is it Heelys sort of wheel on my feet? Or have my feet been cut off and replaced with wheels? And if so, how big are the wheels? Uh, do I have stoppers on them? There's a lot to go into this, okay? Because, you know, sword arm's fine if I, like, want to go fucking kill somebody. But I don't. I'm not O.J. Simpson. So I need to so know So you're about saying wheel feet is what I, you're saying. It depends. Oh. Because if it's just, if it's just like, the fucking Lego wheels instead of my feet, there's no traction. There's right. no balance. No, there's no, nothing. No, no, no. Okay. Right. You don't you're, have to get a wheel you, stuck up my your, ass your entire be a foot, tripod. Your feet, both of them, cut off. For real. Boom, okay. boom. You're basically a human segue. You're a human segue, 
and, and the fucking do I get tires a gy- have enough tread for you to get traction in do I most urban gyroscope? environments. Is there a gyroscope that's been installed to keep me balanced? Yeah, it's called your inner ear. Or am I just... Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. I... See, the I thing is... Fell, no, see, the, idea, no. the idea is you're a baby and no. like... All right, no, 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 no. I <laughs> fell down sitting in a fucking chair 45 minutes ago. Okay, okay, okay no, no, no. You trust me with wheels on my no, feet? Here, here, Here's the idea. Okay, say you're, you're booting up a video game. Your character is a newborn baby. You're about to be born. You're either born with a fucking sword arm or wheel feet. Now, granted, you're going to grow, you're going to learn, you're going to evolve, you're going to adapt to what the, the cards have dealt you, okay? You're going to be so, inspirationally challenged. What we're asking at that point, after you've grown mm. into either your sword arm or your wheel feet. Right. Which do you choose? Wheel feet. I yes! myself. Thank yes! God. Yes, Colt yeah. wins all. I hope they listen to this shit. Wait, was it Colt was wheel feet? Colt was wheel, but Wenzel was like sword arm all day, which is the wrong answer. Wenzel, Pat, Wenzel has oh. weird ideas about things sometimes. Weird I don't know. Ideas. I think Pat had sword arm too, didn't you? Uh, I did. Oh man, but I keep... I'm not opposed to wheel feet. You'll save so much money on gas, and gas is fucking not cheap these days. Shit. Yeah, we. Do you see? All, do you see all these uh, Walmart bags with gas? We have in the basement. Yeah, I feel like with the sparks coming out of the plugs, I don't know if those bags hey, of we, gas. Hey, we moved the bags over. Hey, those aren't Walmart side. bags. It's the Target bags. They hold the gas better. Yeah, the, the Target bags they are thicker. Yeah, they are sturdier. What the fuck is are this we just show? Gonna, okay, so are we just going to pass by no. the fact that Pat just basically gave us the. Is like love the sin or hate the sin attitude towards <laughs> wheel feet. I don't appreciate too much. He that. just gave us the fucking Jim Cornette chocolate vanilla story. It's yeah, like you like chocolate, I like vanilla. It was like, ah, oh, you keep that, you know, vanilla away from me, but you know, I can have my chocolates away everything. Like fine. I'm, I'm feeling particularly judged. I am. What do you mean? Well, because uh, wheel feet. Yeah, I was, I was forced into choosing. No, yeah, but, but. We're and like three wheel feet. No, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, and Pat's just looking down at us with the shadows in his eyes and Cheeto dust on his fingers. See, I thought of, his hair. I thought of everything. Look, okay, one one day, you know, you're gonna you're gonna get an itch on your forehead. You're gonna be asleep, groggy. You're gonna get an itch, right? You fucking forget. Done. Yeah, no, that shit happens Done. before I'm five. I'm dead before yes, I'm five. With that's what hand. I'm saying. Like, Absolutely. We, at least wheel feet, like. What you, oh, you're going to bust your ass a couple of times. You're not going like, to get a fucking blade in the my, eye. My parents would have never cared enough to put a sheath on that sword hand. I'd be dead. Machete fights. Yeah. God, I can't wait for the wrong kid die. Wrong kid die. God damn it. My that is the greatest die. movie ever made. Fucking fight me, world. It's pretty great. Fucking wait, fight what me, movie? world. Walk, Walk hard, the, the Dewey, Dewey Cox, Cox story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we're not talking about that. We're, we're, we might talk about raising Arizona. We Maybe. Br- we briefly mentioned raising Arizona. All right, the, the, goal, the goal is we have to win Jonathan over. We have, the goal is to, to get it up to a four and a half. I think I can do, I think I can do it. We, we, just, we, um, we can we do it together. It's just half a star. They're already at three and a half. Yeah. The minimum is... The, the line is four. Because, like, I shit okay. you not, since we've been doing this, I've been, like, revamping my entire style of reviewing. Like, I'm literally, like, thinking of, I started out, it, it's literally, I, I backed away from the mic real hard. I'm sorry. You probably didn't catch any of that. Anyway, it's that scale, right? The fight, it's just, it's moving the whole time. Yeah. Like, well, there is one thing that I love about this movie and that I appreciate, and I think that you guys will too, and that's that in this particular film, the Nicolas Cage character is the most normal character. That is true. Yeah. Yep. 
he's definitely well he's one of the more grounded characters because everybody else is like absurd and insane I, yeah. I don't know I think every legit everybody in this movie is crazy Oh yeah, no, no, they're all crazy, but on a curved sliding scale, Nicolas Cage is, is the, down there. The less crazy. I don't like, know. The textbook. Well, so, def- so is his wife. The, the textbook definition of crazy is doing the same thing and, and expecting, expecting a different result. result. Well, that's literally him like robbing the same store over and over again and getting busted. Yeah, but but see, his wife I think takes the cake because as, as in the two of them because he was a career criminal. Yes. And she was a cop who then stole a baby. Yep. She resigned as a cop and then wanted and, to steal a baby. And stole a baby. And, uh, That's so, what I'm saying. Everybody, everyone in the show is crazy. Oh, yeah, no, no. Show, they, it's yeah. a movie. God damn it. No, no, they're all messed up. Raising but Arizona. I think Nicolas Cage is on the bottom of that scale for main characters. Like, you can't use Nathan Arizona's wife because she was on screen for 30 seconds and had two lines. That doesn't count. Uh, well, Mr. Arizona is kind of kooky. Yeah, well, when Nicolas Cage and Holly Hunter showed up to bring his child back, he let them go. I mean, he's still crazy. Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's pretty high up there on the what-the-fuck scale. Like, in terms of normal human behaviors, the Nicolas Cage character is closest. Yeah, but, but from what you said earlier, based on how a majority of the Coen Brothers films end fucking terribly, yeah. that's the ending you wanted. Yeah, no, absolutely the ending I wanted. Absolutely. Yes. I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying. Because that's we have, crazy. It's more of a bittersweet ending for Raising Arizona where a lot of Coen Brothers are just like outright bleak. I wouldn't even say it's bittersweet. You know, that dream sequence where it was already shown where he has these premonition dreams because he saw the, the, the dude coming, uh, Smalls, Leonard Smalls. He saw him coming and that happened. Yeah, and then he had the nice premonition of like I full family and shit. So I, I would say it's a sweet ending. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't want to get into it now, but I do have like something that I feel like I need to have explained to me because I completely like lost the plot when this. We may as well get into it now. Go ahead. The the ending. Uh, what about it? I, I, I fucking confused me. What, what about it? Everything. Like, at, what, at what point did you lose the plot? Like, I I understood that the old couple was was himself and his wife. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this was supposed to be like, this is just his vision yeah, of mm-hmm. the future or whatever. Like, right. But it was also like everyone in the dream was dressed up like they were like from the fucking like 50s. Well, it's because an idealized version of a happy family in the head of someone who did not come from one. Yeah, it's more like metaphorical. And a lot of that was also 80s fashion. Yeah, nah, because, no but, but, way. But, the, but the 80s was kind of kind of copying the 50s. Like this was I was this was literally like Marty McFly went back to 55 clothes. Yeah, well, I mean, you know how well that's the thing like like in the 80s the 50s was a big deal and then like time like fashion is cyclical. So like yeah, shit linear. always comes back around. Think about how popular the 80s are now. But like what the and the very last line of the film like what if like maybe if it was it was Utah or whatever? Yeah. I, I didn't get any of that. Oh, that was just a joke about leaving Arizona. And put and Utah is an adjacent state. Yeah. Oh, so I'm just stupid is what I'm hearing. Okay, I got <laughs> it. Got it. Okay, never mind. Five stars. No. <laughs> no, it made me feel dumb. Two stars. <laughs> Fuck this movie. movie Colin Brothers are fucking hacked. Straight shooting. Pew, pew. TM, TM, TM. This movie insulted by intelligence. Okay, never. Yeah, like, okay. Like, I don't know. Like, my... 
I don't know. It may have, this may have been the one the, the only thing that like kept it from being a five star for me. There were some cut decisions that were just off by like a country mile. That just felt off and weird tone. Yeah, like some of the editing like, bits. Yeah. Yeah. I got to think that that's more studio editing interference because the Coens weren't established by then. Because you know good and goddamn well if they had made that in the last 15 years, no one's going to tell them shit about where there's a cut. But yeah. this is like early. Because I, I will say, like, there's definitely some bits where it felt like really sharp. Like, especially during... Or we, I notice it like when he's talking to Glenn. There seems like some really like just like quick cuts. Yeah, and not to say quick cuts are bad. It's just like for the conversation they're having, it's like rather placid for them to have like such like a harsh jump between the two. It seems a bit odd, but like to me that was not like that was just like oh that's a thing that I noticed, but not like strike one, Cohen's. Well, I mean they were probably also told to keep the runtime low because this movie's only hour and a half long. Yeah, and for Cohen's that's. Sure, that's pretty short, I'd yeah. say, for the Coens, right? I mean, that's yeah, that's I mean, short that, for most movies now. I mean, they they usually hit around two hour mark. So if they were told early on, make edits, make it shorter, cut some this and that out, and they had to do it, then that would explain some of the issues. Also, again, I mentioned this earlier. This was the first time I'd ever seen this movie. Had no fucking clue John Goodman is in it, and I love John Goodman. He is just great and goddamn near everything. And John yeah. Goodman does work with the Coen Brothers a lot. He's yes. in several of them. He was in Barton Fink. He was in Barton Fink. Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, yeah. Big, uh, Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Um, Probably more I haven't seen. <laughs> I know there's at least one more. Was he in Burn After Reading? I don't think so. Son of a bitch. I'd have liked it. I'd probably like it more if he was in it. Hmm. Burn After Reading is just okay for me. Yeah, I mean, that one was like I have no feelings one way or the other on that. Yeah, movie. yeah, I'm kind of really am, like to me it just felt like a lesser Big Lebowski. It's just it's just sort of there, which for a, for a Cohen movie that's that's odd. Yeah. Also, uh, Nicholas Cage uh, had the best hair. In he was, this he was film. also in Ewan uh, Davis. That's right. He was in Ewan Davis. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, that was sad. Yeah. But uh, you can you can tell like he he's like this is wow this might actually be Nick, real Nick Cage hair and he looked fabulous in some shots. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I do love how majestic. he also how he looked like he stuck his finger in a light socket the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> like every fucking scene. Yeah, yeah, because like this movie stylized as fuck. Like it, it like Justin was saying earlier, there was something about like late eighties, early nineties with like these very like out there like vibrant colors weird camera angles oh almost, yeah like almost that, like trippy yeah yeah it, the just the color palette is so sharp especially prominent when uh, nick case is in the uh, nursery and the yes. like yeah. that carpet is just like eye stingingly bud light color yeah. blue i was gonna say because we we, we stream this from amazon yeah correct yeah. and uh, what, what was the rip on that what was the, is it just in ap yeah, it was yeah, it was just oh, the, the, uh, resolution. Uh, it was, it was, I should yeah, say. HD, I don't know why I said just standard but HD. Man, like this, this movie looked fucking fantastic. What year did it come out? Eighty-eight. Yeah, I want to say eighty-eight. Really? Yeah, I was just a baby. I was literally Nathan Junior. I was an year old. Nineteen eighty-seven. No, I was. Oh, well, I was, What? What? I might have been negative. Yeah, what? I may not even been around. Holy shit! Yeah. yeah. So but I am like, oh, man, this this movie was really good. It was very good. I, I enjoyed I it. it. It looked very well. It this 
And as far as Nick Cage performances go, very understated. This, this is oh, this is up there for me. Actually. March. Yeah, I wasn't. A yeah, thing. we we didn't. March thirteenth, nineteen eighty-seven. You know, I mean, like it's it's a great performance. It was understated. It was it was big when it needed to be big and heartfelt when it needed to be heartfelt. And for one of his earlier films, like this, really shows the acting chops that he would develop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that hair, like Pat said, light socket. Yeah, but that, but that, like even even the the parts where his hair was just like sticking straight up were great. But there were also some shots where like it was just like just done up and shit. Like I, I forgot at what point in the film there was a scene where he was like just you know riding in the car in a daze, and the hair was just you know just fucking like boom ready to party, buddy. Mm-hmm. And then in the very next shot, it's just fucked. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like um, I know um, I'll give a little shout out here. Uh, I've I've had this conversation with I, I believe you twice about there's this piece that this fantastic local artist named Tony Brock did love Tony Brock yes great dude phenomenal great dude, dude. Yeah. bought so many fucking prints from him the other day I got some it's stuff phenomenal stuff. work um but that uh, the piece of what was his name again Lenny Smalls Lenny Smalls yeah um didn't know what that was from was like, but I literally asked uh, Justin on two separate occasions what is this from again. And it's from Raising Arizona. And it was like, well, holy shit. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good one, bud. Serendipity. Yep. And that's what we, and we told uh, Mr. Brock about the show. And, and this he, is definitely the episode he needs to start with. No, uh, no the, there's a very good... <laughs> the one where Justin almost yeah. died. <laughs> I, no, like, there was a great bit um, when I was... Because on Saturday when we met uh, with Tony Brock and he was selling at the store for our Jimmy's comic book event, I was talking to a customer... And then I remember distinctly Shimmy pushing me out of the way to hand the same customer a, a Cajun Greatness card. <laughs> Look, I uh, I love what we do here. I love getting to do it with you guys. It's fun times. And we I have, want people to here. hear it. Yeah. Because maybe one day, maybe one day, what we do will be popular. And people will love it. And this can be our job. We can turn this into a whole brand. Maybe one day we can live our dreams. Dreams. I. I mean, I would. I would not hate doing this professionally. No, right. it'd be cool. No, no, no. I don't want to do it professionally. I want to. I want to do amateur podcast style. Okay. Well, give me the unit we are. and the and the fucking the the head thing that covers your ears. Make it a wrestling. I, mean, I feel like if, if, that, if that's the criteria, we're already amateurs. Yep. <laughs> but um. But here, uh, what's the turnaround on getting cards uh, sent? By the way. Uh, once you get it designed, uh, we use Vistaprint, not yeah. a sponsor, but not hey, a sponsor. You but, could be. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, we are absolutely happy to whore ourselves out for anyone willing to throw us money, provided they're not like horrible racists or misogynists or bigots, or, you know. Yeah. So, which is, uh, which is uh, pretty rare when it comes to uh, businesses and right. So big companies probably don't don't call us, but you know, smaller owned mom and pop places, yeah, you know, you're probably always. it might be all right. It, it, might it depends be okay. on the mom, like if it's a mom and pop place around that's here. What, that's why I said might. That's why I said might. Uh, anyway, this it, because the business is smaller doesn't mean it's more ethical. Especially just asking, like, I'm going to turn, let's just turn Magic City into like Easter Sunday and just like plant these bitches everywhere. Oh well, I mean, if you want that, I've got two fucking boxes already. Bitch. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what y'all literally said in the earlier episode that we dress up as our favorite cages and then pass out the cards. Yeah. I mean, 
All my fat ass has to do is get a fucking white tank top and some cowboy boots, and I'll be good to go. You know, I, I when I was doing the design for the definitely not based on Wacky Races shirt. Oh, yeah. no, you said the thing. Shit, they're knocking on the door right now. Fuck. Yeah, Warner was, Brothers, go away. Was doing, Darwin's freaking out. We got to go. When like, I, like, you know, you, you know, like the octopus, like, drone from the Matrix. It's that, but it, it just has the WB, like, shield on its forehead. <gasps> That's terrifying. Yeah. The, the uh, Sentinels, those things are crazy. I think we're okay it there. It Matrix, a Warner Brothers movie. Yes, oh, yes it was. Yes. yes. I think we're 100%. a little busy being sold to Discovery right now, so I think we're okay. But is it Discovery about to be bought by somebody, though? No, no, no. AT&T is offloading Warner Entertainment, and Discovery is buying it. Discovery Plus is going to buy uh, Warner Brothers. WWE. And, uh, That's NBC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, NBC is about to buy. I mean, it's pretty... I mean, uh, all... The, God damn it. We're... So what Raising was I saying? Arizona, right. I don't know. Uh, something no, no, about yeah, when, the, the when I did podcast. when I did the design for Race Off, available on tpublic.com slash user slash Cajun Greatness. Uh, I I sure. looked up some photo references from Con Air, and half the time he was just wearing normal boots, not cowboy boots. I mean, I don't have boots in general. I need boots. No, I mean like like just black nondescript mm. shoe. Like the shit you wear to the your work would be fine, according to the pictures I Ooh, found. Not the shoes I wear to work. Those well, are I not mean, fine that at same all. style, just you know, dark shoes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just the tank top and the jeans. It was definitely it would definitely be the the easiest go around. Yeah, because we were having this conversation uh, the other day. Like I I, I love Face Off and I love Con Air. Uh, I know I talk about these movies to death, and I really can't wait for us to do them. And I'm, I think they're coming up soonish. Real soon, actually. Real yeah. Soon-ish? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe uh, this month soonish. But, yeah. And, and like, now I will like finally, maybe next time soonish. Like I still like their Con, Con Air just just takes face off just by a smidge. I love. I fucking I'm that Con Air is probably my favorite Nick Cage movie. No, I mean I, I that's a good one. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. It's excellent. And then get me the white. And then I can double up and also be like John McClane the next day. Because guess what? Tank top. I would just have to switch into some gray dress pants. And I'd have to walk around barefooted. I'm not okay with that, though. Well, that's well, where you could get, like, sandals. Or, like, you could order I some would, of those. I needed to commit, though. No, like, no, 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 no. They made Hobbit feet for, like, Halloween costumes. Get, like, fake get some of the fake Hobbit feet. Wrap wrap it with, like, bloody bandages. Spray some ketchup on it. Like, and you're you're good. <laughs> oh. You're there, man. Then, 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 you, then you have like you take like a like a water gun pistol and then tape it to your back. Yes, a bright orange, definitely not real gun, water gun pistol. Yeah, yeah. And then you just run around the convention hall screaming, "Yippee ki motherfucker!" I just realized that in two different Die Hard movies, he had a gun taped to his back. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, it's kind of his thing. Both while wearing white tank tops. Well, I think that revelation is an excellent time to pause for a brief intermission. Yes, I promise on the second half of the show, we are going to talk about the movie. By second half, it's probably going to be like 20, 30 minutes at I mean, for for that 20 and 30 minutes. It's almost fucking midnight. We promise nothing but the finest Raising Arizona content. (laughs) Right. Nothing but five minutes of Raising Arizona (laughs) content. We'll be right back. Hopefully we all live. Ladies and gentlemen... Caging Karaoke. All right, here we go. We can do this. Wait for it. 
with arms wide open. <laughs> now I'll show you love. I can't do this right now. <laughs> I'll show you <laughs> I lied. That, I can totally do this right now. <laughs> that is a preview for an upcoming episode in the indiscriminate future. Oh my yeah, god. The I retrospective. Love it. Forgotten wrestling images have fucking came in strong on this one, buddy. Oh, is it? Oh, oh my, that's hmm. Name that movie. That's, Anybody got anything? That's from a film. That's Kevin, That's Nash, Kevin Nash eating Lay's potato chips. What uh, film? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. I'll even throw you a bone. It. Oh God! No, I that almost, was your phone. Throw us a bone. Not your, <laughs> I almost Judy chopped my fucking phone across the room. Anyway, this is actually one of my favorite comedies. Uh, Ready to run. Uh, Stop or my no. mom will shoot. No. <laughs> Negator, son of the mask. <laughs> Damn it, you got no. How Why? dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? Freddie got fingered. No, it's not that one either. Cannon, would you like some sausage? Sausage. sausage. <laughs> would you like some sausage? All right, you, like Pat, you gotta guess, or I'm just gonna give no this one up. Yeah. That is from the very beginning, actually, the first scene of Grandma's Boy. Oh, Kevin Nash played yeah, one of the moving guys. Okay. He's like, you've been giving our money to Filipino hookers. They're not hookers. They're massage therapists. Yeah, they'll massage your cock for money. Yeah, I think they got a word for that. It's called hooker. You're a hooker. That was a scene from Grandma's Boy. One of my favorite comedies of all time. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, we got to give him snaps. Snaps. We better be fucking recording. Uh, yeah, no, we're recording. Hell yeah, brother! We, we started in the middle of Creed. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know, j- j- don't worry. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, friend of the show, Joe. The impressions are coming. Don't worry, Creed fans. The fucking Creed retrospective is coming. Yes. Until then, we got to talk about Raising Arizona. Don't we got to talk about the opening scene. Don't worry, all Creed fans. There's going to be a retrospective soon. Hey, there's at least two of those fans <laughs> in here. <laughs> I mean, I see, can't see me and Cannon make up a, a half of a whole. Hand I mean, I fan. can't, I can't say anything. I've got the Creed greatest hits on my fucking like, phone. I, I will, I will talk about, I will talk shit about Creed all day. That being said, I, it, I fucking love Creed. <laughs> like, like they're they're there's good and bad. They're all mm-hmm. they're yeah. the yin and the yang of the music world. Uh, like you can't they, like, they just represent be like, balance. They, they are the balance. <gasps> it's fucking Creed. They are the chosen ones. I mean, the Scott prophecy has been Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp certainly thought so. Yeah. Oh, Scott, oh, yeah, Scott Stapp is in the Matrix Four confirmed. Uh, Wait, really? No, no but oh, he man, needs to be. Some shit. Dude, apparently Scott Scott Stapp's a weird motherfucker. Yeah. He yeah. like I'm. Man, there's so much like electricity, <laughs> sparks, and tables getting moved around. Yeah, I, I mean, that was a table. What did Otto it's think like, of raising Arizona? Oh, Otto's on his happy side. Oh yeah, he, he happy he loves side, shit. happy side. Are, are you sure he's not smiling because one of us almost died? No, no, he, okay. no, no, no one, no, no one needs, no, no one. If anyone was going to do that, it would be PP. But PP is upstairs. 
Because we got to keep Otto and PP separated. Because they will fight each other, Otto and PP. I, I don't think I'm familiar with PP. No, you, you remember Jonathan PP. Jonathan paid $30 for a PP. I paid $30 for a fucking PP. Granted, I might have been a little inebriated. Hey, I can't say shit. I just spent $350 on a belt. Yeah, you did, but it's that's a, a, it's but, a. But the belt is a, a lot cooler. Damn good looking belt. Fucking sweet belt for context. Yeah. Tell, um, tell that to Colt who has about $350 worth of peepees. I, I don't, what? All oh, right, he, those he literally things. has. That like, is an exaggeration, uh, but he, he yeah. bought a lot of peepees. Yeah, la- last year when we were on lockdown, um, I uh, somehow got introduced to the world of uh, Pakistan uh, bootleg uh, belt making. Yeah. And yeah. like. These these guys, they can get the leather, they can get the metals, they can make you pretty much whatever fucking belt you want. Needless to say, I've always wanted a smoking skull belt, and now I pretty much have the closest thing to the real smoking skull belt. For that context, that is the personalized world championship oh, yeah. that Stone Cold Steve I Austin forgot. wore. The world doesn't know what I'm talking about. You see, Stone Cold Steve Austin, when he won the world heavyweight championship... He had his own belt made, like Justin said. Now, Stone Cold, of course, was known uh, formerly as Stunning Steve Austin in, in WCW. WCW, right? <laughs> and then it was the superstar in ECW, if I remember yes, correctly. Yes, he was an ECW superstar. For a cup of coffee, as they say in yes, the business. for a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Jim Cornette, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. straight shooting, pew pew. The last things I bought, and they haven't gotten here yet, are a uh, an AEW shirt of the best friends who I love. Yes, and great tag team. Wait, is it the the? It's the easy no, it's, shirt. A, it's a four person team now. It's yeah, not a tag team. Yeah. It's a stable. It's a stable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that and then two Hawaiian shirts because I used to wear Hawaiian shirts all the time in my younger days and I just outgrew them and then I stopped wearing them and I was like I need Hawaiian shirts. Yo. So I got Hawaiian shirts. In my older days, I'm starting to appreciate shirts like that. Especially since it's summer, summer, summertime, and they fit real well with the they fit really well with the dad shorts that you and I generally wear. Oh yeah, I'm team dad shorts all day. Yeah, no, I mean those pockets. When the fuck did like being able to carry shit in your in your fucking pants become such a big problem? I mean huh? it's utilitarian, huh? right? I can fit my keys that has my multi tool and my other pocket knife in the cargo uh, pocket of my cargo shorts. You know, my wallet can go in one. If I have a hat, there's just a lot of room for stuff. And we shouldn't be made to feel bad yeah. or be made to feel dad just because we like to have shit on us if something happens. I really hope we haven't talked about this on a prior episode. No, but Cannon and Jimmy are really showing their straight white male that's talking about <laughs> cargo pants. What? I mean, you know, what's so wrong about having giant pockets to hold Nothing, shit in? It, it, uh, it just sort of demonstrates um, your type. Because the thing is, is when the fuck did cargo shorts become a signifier of that sort of thing? Uh, because cargo shorts were made by straight white men. Okay, hear How me out. No, like, like, where, where's the evidence of that? Show me the straight white man who created well, cargo shorts. Know, I'm going great, to look up who I'm invented gonna, yeah. the fucking cargo like, shorts right now. We need to find now. this shit out. I'm, okay. I'm looking it up. Hey, in the meantime, somebody fucking talk about this goddamn movie. <laughs> yeah, because we already broke that rule. Though. We we're going to talk about Raising Arizona. <laughs> I, I said we got like a good five minutes of it. <clears throat> All right. Um, uh, he is he is very straight white. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, I think someone owes me an apology. And, and I'm just saying the greatest sin of the patriarchy is the fact that female clothes do not have pockets. Peter Carras? 
Is that who you found? Yeah. How do you say it? Peter Car Ass? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am a child. I'm sorry. <laughs> car Ass. Car Ass. The, I- ah! the iconic Canadian clothing staple. You see, it's from Canada. Mm-hmm. They, they're literally the nicest shorts ever made. See, see the reason why all those uh, shorts had those extra pockets to carry all their so like uh, hang, hmm. this is this is the quote news. that is going to prove the utilitarian uses Ooh. of cargo shorts. Uh, but for Pierre Caris, <laughs> the ultimate compliment came from a woman who told him she used her cargo shorts to carry her newborn baby for the first three months of her child's life. That's right. Cargo shorts are not only useful and stylish, but they're great for moms, too. Mm, I, I also have <laughs> concerns about the, the, uh, the welfare of the state of Canada. That's not the, that's not the point, Pat. Uh, none of that matters. That, that a woman had to rely <laughs> on these pants for support for her child. Because he wants to get it from the state. So the point is, cargo shorts are for the children, just like Wu Tang. For the children. Wu Tang is for the children. For the children. (laughs) As we did uh, finger temples. Mm -hmm. All right. So I got a problem with raising Arizona. Let's hear it. What's your problem? You want to know my problem? I want to know grinds? What grinds your gears, my boy? You know what? You know what really grinds my gears about. Having the mouthful of marbles. You know what apparently. grinds my gears? What grinds your gears, Cannon? See, I didn't know if I wanted to go Peter Frank on that one, so I just kind of like marble mouthed <laughs> it. No, I think, I, no, I think you're just back to having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Again, are we sure you didn't get electrocuted too? I, I mean, Pat did say sparks fly. I think one of them hit the tip of my penis. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not where that sentence was well, going to go, I thought. There I were, just said that on a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm there okay were, with that. No, I'm fine with it. There I'm were okay. several things that I thought you might say, and that was <laughs> what, not. That was what none was of them. one of them? My brain. What was yeah, one? My brain. Head. Brain. Like hand. I, I felt a spark uh, hit the tip of my brain. Uh, I, no, I was like, I, I would have even said like right in the dick, like so, but but like to be that specific. <laughs> now, when you say the, that, it the, makes, the it makes well, sense. what if, what would it be better if it was as gooch? No, that's somehow worse. We, we, speaking of Goots, you know uh, what Goots we saw? We, we, saw, we saw David Arquette. <laughs> we saw David Arquette's Gooch. Oh, God, Shimmy, we forgot to talk about that. Yep. No, that's new you, to me. You see, it's like David Arquette gets, he gets waxed, tats, wha- uh, bad and tagged. Here we are still not talking I, I about mean, it. I mean, it's, it's like almost shot for shot the scene from 30-Year-Old Virgin Dave, where Steve okay. Carell's getting Dave, a wax. Dave, David Arquette, God bless this man. I love David Arquette. He, 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 man, he didn't deserve all the hate he got for things that were out of his control. But, you know, uh, we saw him get his asshole waxed <laughs> in a movie. Well, it was a, it was documentary. a documentary. Technically, it was a documentary. We'll probably talk about that on the uh, You Cannot Kill David Arquette 
episode. Yeah, I'm sure we'll do Which one. Which this it. is the not, this is it now because we're obviously not. Talking. No, so <laughs> I mean, Raising Arizona. Yeah, so Raising it's Arizona. a really good movie. You should watch it. Okay. What's your problem with Raising Arizona? Okay, Cannon? so you know, in in, in Raising Arizona, you yes. know, it's about you know Nicolas Cage and his wife. Elastigirl, yes. Elastigirl, they can't have babies. Nope. They can't have babies, so they decide to steal baby. This yeah. former police officer decides, you know what? We're going to steal one of five children that this very wealthy woman just had because, you know, she's not going to be able to take care of all of them. You know, if we just take one, I mean, they obviously can't count. Sure. And <laughs> or like it, it's pretty well established. I feel like it, it's well established, if not verbally. That these aren't the most attentive parents. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. That, that, while, while their children are well provided for, they may not have the um, emotional availability that maybe Nicolas Cage and Holly Hunter could have given a child under better circumstances. No, All right. uh, but um, also in this film, uh, two of um, uh, what do they call them again? A AI? No, it was AI. What, what, what was Nick Cage's name in the fucking movie? H.I. H.I. Hi. 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 Yeah. They called him Hi. Why did they fucking say A.I.? I don't know. I'm fucking Because you got electrocuted at the tip of your I dick. I did. I got shocked on the head of my cock. <laughs> on your head of your cock. On your head of my cock. may or may not have a... You know, that's just like your father. Just like my father. Hey, I'm walking here. It's like my dad... My, I come from a long line of men who got shocked in their dicks, Okay. Oh yeah, it's, it's called like it's called electric, electric cock shock therapy. Oh, Look it up, okay? Yeah, oh yeah, like well, old Jebediah when he was on your only mind. me and Shane McMahon know how that fucking feels. <laughs> no, I'm looking at you, Mayor Kane, shocking testicles. People <laughs> straight shooting. Only people who watch fucking wrestling will get that reference. <laughs> yeah, Don't worry, because apparently when Cannon thought of the phrase two in the pink, one in the sink," he didn't think it wasn't for an outlet. <laughs> Look. Nobody's listening anymore. No, they're still here. No, there's no one. They're here, here to talk about the guys. <laughs> they're here to listen nobody. to me bitch about the, co- the, the like, glaring continuity error in fucking raising Arizona. Like they cut out Which thirty minutes ago. <laughs> yes, we are still waiting for it. Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. Did you get shocked in the dick, Pat? No. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, I feel like this is the opposite side of kink shaming, where I'm ashamed for not having the kink. <laughs> That's what you get for talking shit about our dad shorts. And apparently, the the hereditary uh, nature of just electro uh, fallacy, or just like, oh, there's an outlet. It looks like a clit. <laughs> so can yes. Well, you see that screw on top of the what? the the outlet right there. That's where the clit is. <laughs> so canon. Yes. What plot hole did you happen to find in this movie? Okay, this movie would be um, fucking perfection if it weren't for two things. Two things. Two things. Two things. One, two. One. Not three. Not three. Five is way out. Five is way the fuck out there, bro. No, (laughs) none. Okay. What about 69? Nice. Nice. (laughs) I already mentioned earlier about some of the cuts were a little wonky. Yeah. I mean... 
Sure, that's a thing. Yeah, a little bit of editing trouble. All right, so uh, later on in the film, John Goodman and uh, the other actor, I've seen him in things. I don't remember his name. Yeah, I got nothing. One of his buddies. Uh, Gail. The people who escaped uh, prison. I'm on the case. Yeah. By the way, when John Goodman pulled him up like feet first, that was weird. Did he like crawl out backwards? (gasps) Holy shit, I found another one. Continuity Cohen brothers are fucking hacked. That's not really continuity. That was just comedic effect, I would say. No, I'm sorry. You're You're not crawling through a dookie tunnel. Backwards. I well, mean, maybe it, he just got turned like around. How, like silly they are. Yeah, they, maybe he got John turned Goodman. around under great. the under the dirt. It's yeah. William Forsyth. What? Yeah, so William Forsyth. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, guy. Okay. So uh, anyway, <clears throat> no. Uh, later on, when those two figure out uh, the identity of the baby, and they're like, "Hey, we're we're going to get paid mucho bucks." Sure. For, because of the baby, um, a fight breaks out. Right. Yeah. Fucking cheese balls get knocked around everywhere. Right. Right. Yeah. Cheese balls as far as the eye can see. When they come back to the house, those cheese balls turn into Cheetos. Huh. Roll back the tape. I'm not making this up. Is this a Cheeto conspiracy? I am not making this up. But did anybody lick their fingers after the Cheetos? I'm going to say I mean, no one look under the table. Look, uh, <laughs> look we already, it's already been established that there is a UV light that can detect uh, uh, Cheetos dust. Yeah. Didn't. When the <laughs> fuck did we get a cat? No well, one? Anyone? What was your other continuity error? You said you had two things that kept it from being... No, I already said it. Like he, said the, he said the wonky cut. No, I said there oh. were two things, one of which was the continuity Oh, error. okay, gotcha. All right, yeah. It's like that old riddle. Uh, two coins make 30 cents. One of them isn't a nickel. What are they? <laughs> and as cheesy and corny as it was, the, uh, the bank... Uh, it's a quarter and a nickel. It's a quarter. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. It's a quarter and a nickel. It's cheesy as the bank's the highest one. Yeah, because when they went to the bank that just said bank. <laughs> that was fun. Hello, this is welcome to bank. Um, the, when they were robbing and they also decided to throw on cowboy dusters, that, that really made me happy. Yeah, that was pretty that was, fun. That was great. That was I good enjoyed time. every bit of that. Like there, there's like, there some just legitimately just like um, – Funny for no reason moments. No, in this the movie. the whole movie is silly and uh, like it's you're laughing all the way through. And I yeah. don't know, I don't know why. I really don't understand why. But I was like getting like, like, kind of. And I'm not saying like plot wise or anything, but like this movie, like how it looked, how it felt, how things came to be. It reminded me of Blues Brothers for some reason. Yeah, no. I mean, does yeah, that make yeah. sense to anyone? Yeah, yeah it yeah. kind of has the tone of like, uh, what's his name? Landis. Landis. Yeah, yeah, like Landis. Where uh, like Ackroyd. Reality is just sort of there when you need it, and then not there if you don't. Like, yeah. there's no way you put a baby in a little like '80s stroller on top of your car, drive off twice, and it's just sitting there in the middle of the road, perfectly fine. And this film also that baby's dead. This film also establishes that um, that high is uh, faster than an automobile. He's so fast. He, he, he is. And these cops fast. Yeah. have... Stormtroopers ain't got shit on these cops. The worst fucking aim in the history of shooting guns. And how how many bullets came out of each of those six shooters before so many. they... All of them. So all many. of the bullets. Because they were, like, consistently blasting away with no regard. Yeah. <laughs> no one... No got, nobody got hurt. Nobody got hit. Yeah. And crowded build grocery stores. And I, I do love how, like, you know, almost everybody in this movie is strapped because, like, the <laughs> cops, 
Uh, the grocery store owner, Nick Cage, had like three pieces in his fucking pants. The teenage I, convenience store clerk. Yeah. I love how he just shows up in the middle of the car chase, just like in the, in the street, it's like freeze, bust. Well, yep. <laughs> well, I guess if we're going like continuity, we there there was a straight up like Pulp Fiction, like uh, oh god, uh, divine intervention moment in the movie when when the gas station attendant like shot through that glass, like directly like in front of. Uh, Nick Cage's character mm-hmm. I'm just like how did you fuck that up the second one he's like ducking out of the way and shit but you know yeah, I mean you can't, you, you can't have you know uh, your main character dying off like that for obvious reasons this whole movie was a three stooges skit and I loved it it was really fun <laughs> yeah and, and, and to my knowledge correct me if I'm wrong but literally spoilers uh, obviously <laughs> oh god they fucking spoiled the movie for me by <laughs> Jesus Christ they didn't say spoiler alert at the beginning I've been waiting 33 years to watch this fucking movie and I was gonna do it next week and it's been 84 years. You <laughs> see, Vader is his father. Oh, wait, wrong movie. All right, but only one character dies. Yeah, Lenny Smalls. Yeah, blown he, the fuck up by yeah, Bernard. Yeah, because, like, uh, in the movie, that, that everyone's, like, relatively heightened. And then all of a sudden, they just throw in fucking Mad Max for no Mad, fucking reason. <laughs> Mad Max, who may or may not be from actual hell. Yeah. Ooh, somebody in that movie uh, said he dressed like a rock star. And I'm just like, who? Rob Zombie? Alice like, Cooper. He's so it was, dirty. It was he's, very Alice Cooper-y. No. A lot of leather. He's so dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, but, I mean, I've heard Rob Zombie actually smells pretty good. Uh, to, to borrow the common parlance like vegan. Of, of the area, he looked like a wooly booger. <laughs> <laughs> wooly booger. So because that, like, he just like yeah. big, crazy, bushy beard, crazy hair, covered in dirt. And he just like hair out everywhere. And he's he got, looked like it, was, it didn't even look like he was covered in dirt. It looked like he was covered in fucking fertilizer, <laughs> like a bandolier of shotgun <laughs> shells, like grenades strapped, two like, double shotguns, like two, three, like crisscrossed on the back, just like. And, and he blows up bunnies. Like he did dude, blow up a bunny. Yeah, this dude is literally fucking like Mad Max and the Saint of Killers that like murders bunnies and lizards. Yeah, like he, if you're a small creature or Nicolas Cage, you're getting dealt with. And he was gonna sell a baby. Yeah, he was gonna sell that baby. Just sell that baby. Didn't get more than twenty five k. And why did he done it more than once? Was because I've seen him in something else. What have I seen him in? He was also in the Naked Gun thirty three and a third. It had been something else because I don't think I've seen him in that. He was in several things. I can look it up real quick. Uh, He had one of them faces. I've seen him in something. But like Uh, his name is Randall Cobb. Movie. Yeah. Was. With that chase scene. In fact, the the, the main uh, car chase scene was liar, liar. Who was he in liar? Ace Ventura. Oh God, he was a guy who got the package in Ace Ventura. Yeah, That's yeah. where I recognized him from. Yeah, that was him. Never mind. Case closed. But anyway, um, the chase scene where I initially got the thoughts of this gave me the the Blues Brothers feeling at least. Um, that bit where he's t- <laughs> he's telling his wife where to turn the whole time. And I'm just like I, I my if you're like me, I was assuming you're like oh, it's just the the back way home. Like this is how we're getting home. No, he was gunning for the fucking huggy diapers that he dropped earlier, and that was fucking great. That was phenomenal. So uh, speaking of Tex Cobb, who played Lenny Smalls, <clears throat> Joel Cohen later described him as difficult to work with, saying, "quote He's less an actor than a force of nature." 
So that's uh, that's I don't know if that's him playing a character really. No, like he, he was just this giant like tornado of a man who just blew in and just. Like, I will admit, like for what he did, like he was good at it. But just being like this giant ornery scary man, <coughs> I will say there's like some great, it's like some just general great shot composition in the film. But one yeah. of my favorite bits is like, like was surrounded by uh, Lenny Smalls is like how. Uh, one of the early portions of the film when Nicolas Cage is sort of like in this sort of kind of scary moment to, and within himself, you see this sort of half fade out of the back end of Lenny Small's motorcycle and like the fire shooting out the engine. Mm-hmm. That was rad. And sort that of was like awesome. framed around Nicolas Cage's head. We just see the two circles of the flames and how like the camera's positioned like on the back end of the motorcycle. We just see it's just sort of cornered, bookend by the two jets of flame and how... Those points where he's just like peeling around in a motorcycle, like his foot scraping in the dirt, and there's just a camera just like right there on like the tailpipe almost. Honestly, that that shot reminded me a lot of the movie Mandy. Yeah, like there was a lot of what do you call like these following shots? Like I mentioned it uh, earlier. Are you talking about like the Evil Dead shot? Yeah, like where I like, was sh- getting like yeah. there were a couple of times in this film where I was getting like mad Sam Raimi vibes, and then that's when y'all brought up that. You know, Joel the Cohen, with him. Yeah. the the, the Ramey brothers and the Cohen brothers pretty much like started together for the most part. Yeah, Joel Cohen worked on the Evil Dead. That's right. You did mention that. Yeah, that's that's fucking cool. <clears throat> yeah, and like that shot even before that earlier when uh when you initial it's initially um a high's premonition when he when he sees Smalls coming in his head and the flame that's like he's leaving a trail of fire behind his tire mm-hmm. who knew that we, there's like three Nick Cage movies with a bike that just leaves a trail of fucking fire yeah I, and I, one I, of them is not Ghost Rider yeah, like Ghost Rider <laughs> Drive Angry there's a lot of hellish people wait did that happen in Drive Angry well it, like it's all like this flaming like hellish vehicle and rider within yeah, yeah. I was just thinking of like bikes that leave trail of fire yeah, top yeah. 10 <laughs> Ghost Rider 1 Ghost Mo- Rider 2 and then this one welcome to watch Mojo and this is top 10 no I'm sorry top 10 it. cool drawings number 10 <laughs> a grim reaper number 9 a grim reaper and she's got a hot bay that 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 reminds that, that reminds me you had an idea for an episode that I like. it was so good I put it in my notes as well <laughs> and if we have to add that to the wheel, like what is the, it? It, it is our, the, our top five, t- our, our top five, top ten watch mojo list, <laughs> just for no reason. It's so dumb, and I love it. God, what if we do? Uh, what culture presents our top five, top ten watch mojo lists? <laughs> that would be wild. Uh, Sponsored uh, by Buzzfeed. <laughs> Sponsored by Snickers Cruncher that doesn't exist anymore. I, I, well, I, 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 I do want to have a quick bit about the Grim Reaper. It reminds me of a story back when I worked at a grocery store in a podunk backwoods Alabama town. Oh, <coughs> shit. That's, I, um, I, I knew you when you worked there. I keep forgetting that that's the first like area I met you. You talked about that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was oh. a fellow who worked in the meat department. Um, and we were talking one day. At, at this point... Uh, everyone found out that I was an artist and they were just like constantly hounding me. He's like, can you draw me? But this guy was a little different. Uh, he asked, he said, hey man, I got a sick idea for 
a tattoo, and he and he explained it to me, and I thought he had said a Grim Reaper with his heart in his hand, yeah. which you know that sounds cool. Like I I, I thought it came up with a pretty sick design. It's like, oh man, this is so cool. It's not what I asked though, but this is really badass. I might get this too. Oh, I'm sorry. What was the? What did you say? I may have misheard you. I'm hard of hearing. It's like, man, I said I wanted a picture of a Grim Reaper with a heart on. <laughs> Um. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 well, excuse me while I jump 50 octaves. <laughs> oh my god. Best episode ever. Yeah. I'm saying it again. <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck? Oh man. Okay. Uh, another another bit, and I'm I'm a little upset that there was there was like nothing more about it. The fact that uh, High and Smalls had uh, matching Woody Woodpecker tattoos. Yeah, that was odd. Yeah, I, I was because what I expect, what I expected to happen. What does it mean? Of- Is that his dad? Oh no! Are they boondock staining this shit? <laughs> no. What What I kind of wish they went with was. You know, Smalls beating the shit out of him. And then they both see the Woody Woodpecker tattoo. And then fucking Smalls is like, my B, and then drives off. It's like, respect, and just leaves. Just fucking leaves. Now, I I may have just been not paying attention well, but I thought his tattoo was on his right arm and it moved to his left arm. Maybe. But I don't know. know Nick Cage? Huh? Nick Cage? Yeah. For, for as far as I know, it was always on his right, right? Because I thought, like, when he first it showed his tattoo, it was on his right arm. Yeah. But then, like, later in the film, you see it on his left arm. I know you see it on, like, um, Small's, like, I think, left chest? It's, like, yeah, left it's, on his left, yeah. it's on his left chest. Is that his peck? Left chest? <laughs> I don't know what muscles are! I'm sorry. Uh, these are the pectorals. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, pecs, yes, the titty, the, the, the titty t- meats. Titty bustles. He, he, he had a pecker on his titty meat. His left titty meat. Pecker on his titty meat. He got a pecker on his peck. He had a Woody Wood pecker on his titty meat. Woody Wood pecker on my peck. Peck tit wood peck. Just, like, <laughs> Justin, um, are you here? <laughs> I, I, I know how, like, well, to, well, to <coughs> me, like, I thought it was interesting that they didn't elaborate on the fact that they had the same tattoo, like, that that's just like a little nugget for you to ruminate on, like I don't know how deeply you're supposed to think about it, but like you know, just just a little food for thought. Like I was thinking, like if this like a man is sort of like from hell, and like he like he is some something beyond the scope of like regular reality, like maybe he's just sort of this personification of like like cr- like crime and like. <clears throat> Like bad decisions and that sort of like this weird mirror, like black market or, or, baby markets, or maybe like high's guilt is what created him in the first place. Like yeah. he didn't exist before they took the baby, so the same tattoos there. Yeah, but something else that really bothers me is okay. So the Grim Reaper has a heart on, but what's what's the, like what's doing? He's just bones. He's a skeleton. He's a boner, Jim. I know, but there's there's not an actual bone in a boner. Like that's that's 
it's just blood and flesh. So if there's I'm like what what would cause you can take artist liberty and literally just draw it's bone license, in the shape yeah. of but a I don't cock. no but no like how does that even like that doesn't make sense. It's that's really bothering me. Top ten cool drawing. <laughs> is he wearing? Uh, top he wearing ten a boner <laughs> cock wheel monsters. Is I'm, he wearing I'm a have strap cr- on? Uh, strap on. Strap, strap off. off. Strap on. Strap off. The strapper. <laughs> because uh, we hear at Cajun greatness say pegging rights. <laughs> I didn't know a fucking soul that had the clapper. Not a one. My grandma me, had it. Me Not a, really. Yeah, it didn't work for shit. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. It was like 2001 technology. No, it was, was pre no, pre fucking day sir. 2001 by that several like years. Showing oh, your gosh. youngster age, oh, bruh. Sorry. Oh my god, like, you Mike, are sorry. Big. I'm not a fucking boomer. <laughs> hey, you. Hey, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry that the fucking clap on switch existed before you did. I mean, that's that's mm. not my fault. <laughs> I mean, that's no one's fault. <laughs> it's 2001 technology. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> what? God, that well, look fucking, up 2001 technology hit clips. Was, was that fucking, a 2001 that was, technology? That was 14. That was like 1998. Cinnamon Happy Meals. <laughs> I had two of them. You no, know, I, I just love the fact that there was, a, there was a time where they had like this technology where you could play 60 seconds of a song that was more expensive than a CD. Where yeah. Fucking iPod came out in 2001. <laughs> Fucking, but when, but when did the app come out where you could clap to turn on your iPod? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck y'all, I'm funny. (laughs) Nobody's listening anymore. (laughs) They turned this shit off so long ago. Oh, man. So, oh, yeah, yeah it's like 1230. All right. Yeah. So, but the real question is, are you still at a three and a half on Raising Arizona? You know what? Uh-oh. Did we win you over? That? A four. Oh! You know what? We did it. I'll take it as a yep. win. I'll take it as a and win. And on my Cohen Brothers list, I think I will put it above Buster, uh, uh, Hail Caesar. Yeah, the Clapper yeah. was made in 1984. By the same company that made the cheese. 84! None of us existed! Literally none of us! I thought Fucking I Fucking re- boomer my ass! <laughs> 2001 technology. That shit. Because I thought I fucking remembered that shit being invented. That shit. That was just the first time you saw it, Jonathan. No. 2001 technology. That well, I know that now, goddammit. Legitimately fucking hurts. Do you understand? Like, that hurts. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Toxic. Fuck you. <laughs> oh God, fucking shit! But if you yeah. haven't seen Raising Arizona, I highly recommend checking yeah, it out. It is a great so fucking time. It is currently so streaming good. on Amazon. 
Currently uh, streaming. Collectively, on we give it a 17 and a half out of 20 if I'm doing my math right. And that is a pretty damn good score. <laughs> that's a, that's, that might be our highest rated thing, actually. Really? If, if we, we'll have to crunch the numbers, but uh, it's... I don't up, know. We were really high on Lord of War. It's, I think it's up just, there. Yeah, I, I gave Lord of War a five, if I remember I gave, correctly. I, I had this rated higher than Lord of War. This is a four and a half, and Lord of War was a four. Yeah. This is if we um, rarefied air. Yeah, rarefied. And like rarified. now, one of my favorite Nick Cage performances. And I'm, again, I'm ashamed of myself for n- not watching it sooner. Yeah, like I, I wish I had I had rewatched it sooner than I did. Uh, it's very good. But anyway, uh, since it is 1235, Jesus and no one's listening anymore. Nobody is listening. We talked talk about this movie for a total of 15 minutes. It's fine. roughly, uh, but it's fine. That's That's about normal for us. Uh, at least this time, this show was about a Nicolas Cage movie. So, you know, we're back into the swing of things. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. our gimmick is that uh, it's just ironic. We don't actually talk about the movie. We're just, this is just an excuse <laughs> to, uh, the movie is it, just an excuse for us to get together and hang out and just uh, bullshit. I mean, that's not terribly far off in my case. You three live together and I don't have a good reason to come visit you, so... Here we are. Here we are. Yay. Yay. Plug time. Yes, plug time. Jonathan. Plug. <laughs> Since you're to my right now, you and Pat have switched. Go ahead. Tell the people where they can find you. And I'm not going to stare at you menacingly to see if you fuck up your Twitter handle or anything. Jonathan, just close your eyes. My name is Jonathan. You can follow me at J-O-N-I-I-B-O-I-24 and John Dunn. So 12 on the letter box. Fuck y'all. Nice. Very I didn't nice. say anything. I was, I, I was literally. I felt your judgmental I gaze. was tweeting. Yeah, tweeting. You can about check. How, There's proof on Twitter right he now. Was tweeting about how the clapper was apparently from 2000 and goddamn one. Pat, I <laughs> can't help. I'm baby. <laughs> where can the people find you? Well, you can find me, Patrick, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Loss's name. My art on Facebook at John Loss's name. Art, and be uh, be sure to go check out things on the AYCH feed where we talked about our predictions and expectations for E3 2021. Uh, it's a humdinger episode. It's three and a half hours of conjecture and gaming banter uh, all in preparation for gaming's uh, biggest season uh, which is uh, all through the month of June for all the big games you could probably expect and more will be discussed on that episode. Is that the episode where Jonathan said he was bullied by Wenzel, but it's also the same episode where the opening six minutes is them talking shit about you when you're not there to defend yourself? Hey, hey, hey. After hey. I spent eight <laughs> hours selling my art, five hours editing, and y'all had the gall, the nerve, the gumption. After leaving the the, the Yeti on, and, and I had to help fix your fuck-ups. And you're still going to talk shit about your boy, Pat. I mean, it doesn't change the fact that the boy likes Cheeto dust. I'm just saying. <laughs> They're trying to gaslight me. Although yep. I will say... Hey, Pat, you remember that time you made his fucking dipped our hand in the fucking Cheeto dust? I did not and then, and then stranger we, with Cheeto And then dust. you had to lick all our fingers <laughs> off. And then forced us to stick it back into the Cheeto dust. Although I will say, uh, this gives me grounds for a great bit in real life that I'm going to try. So y'all better watch the fuck out. (laughs) Cannon, where can the people find you other than far away from Pat's Cheeto fingers? (laughs) Well. And hair. I don't know. Those fingers are looking really (laughs) orange right now. Oh, no! (laughs) 
Okay, uh, well, uh, I, <laughs> it's, I am that Canon guy. You can find me at that Canon guy on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. And it just occurred to me I still never told my story about saying pussy in church. Yeah. But to be continued, I suppose. We'll hit it on the next episode. Just make a little note. I don't know what's happening right now. I don't know why we went from Dragon Ball to Sports Center. That was Dragon Ball? Yeah. Yeah, you're not, he's not familiar with Dragon Ball. Yeah, I've seen no. two episodes of Dragon Ball my entire life. <laughs> two. One, two. Anyway. In like fifth grade. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. No, it's fine. No, <laughs> no, no, Justin, where can the people find you? Nobody cares. No, say uh, it. Oh, I thought you already did your You got to plug all the things. I do mine last. I know. Every but I, single episode. We've done... <laughs> but but the, Justin, you have to remember... fucking episodes. You have to remember... I am a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone is so inclined, they can find me on the internet. Uh, if they want to see the things I draw, they can check out Captain Shimmy's Kinda Art. If they want to see the 80s style synth shit that I make music-wise, they can check out Captain Shimmy's Almost Music. If they would like comic books, they're welcome to come by my store, the comic strip on Hargrove Road. I promise uh, no one will yell at you about Cheetos or tell you that the clapper was invented in 2001. <clears throat> we just like comics there. Oh, I got called a boomer. What the fuck? Yeah, and uh, 2001? We, we both got called boomers. <laughs> and, you know, the best place to hear more of me and the things I like is right here on Caging Greatness. Where I spend time with my friends and they call me old. I gotta get up in five hours. This sucks. Yeah, yeah. I I have to get up at seven tomorrow. It's not great. I'm not thrilled. Uh, So thank you all. I would love to get up at seven. Yeah, no, that would be great. Well, my usual time is nine, so not not my usual is seven, but six (laughs) o'clock it is tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, he's not even paying attention. Oh my god. He wasn't even listening. I don't think he's paying attention oh, now. He thinks we're just riffing. Son he's... of a bitch. Anyway. Pat, what? Did you... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think you're faking yeah. now. Anyway, goodbye. Yes. Th- thank you all for listening. Don't let anyone cage your greatness. Thomas Jefferson sucks. Et cetera, et cetera. Leave us, a, Leave us a like and a review. Talk about how handsome we are, but don't cuss in your reviews or Apple doesn't show them. Wait. <gasps> That's probably why friend of the show Joe's review hasn't popped up because he's also also why UPS Justin's review has not popped up. So <gasps> oh, don't cuss on the Apple reviews; okay, they don't like that so, shit. Friend of the show Joe, uh, leave us another review, uh, but you know, with um, clean that shit up with like or G-rated terminology, or, or just replace uh, the vowels and the swear words with like little funny symbols. Yeah, that works, comic book style. You know, uh, cucumbers, <coughs> yeah, uh, peaches. Yeah, li- leave the reviews. Emojis. Tell us how handsome we are. Check out our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash caging greatness slash slosh. You can also just find the fucking link tree on all our yes. socials. We, it's fine. Go buy something. Link tree. It's so convenient. We use the money from so the shirts good. to pay for the movies to entertain you more by talking about them for 10% of each show. Thank you all. <laughs> all two of you for listening. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Except we won't. You'll really good pussy. Oh, shit, why do I do this? <laughs> How absurd.